0: The Arwen Lewis Show is brought to you by OMAD Records. Find out more at omadrecords.com.
1: As part of the Jeremiah Show, it's the Arwen Lewis Show. Arwen Lewis is a singer, a songwriter, and a guitarist. She inhabits our blue planet, but her beliefs belong in the celestial realm. As the daughter of Peter Lewis, a founding member of rock and roll, cult icons, Moby Grape, and the granddaughter of Oscar-winning actress Loretta Young, she's been part of the creative of Cosmos all of her life. She's a slice of sonic heaven, poised to enter your heart, mind, and soul. She's an artist, producer, and writer, and she's your radio host. Round
0: everybody, this is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. You just heard A Christmas Carol, and that was played by my dad, Peter Lewis, uh, one of my very special guests on the show today. Um, we're having a little Thanksgiving and holiday-themed show to celebrate the transition into the holiday season, and today, uh, as well as Peter Lewis, my dad, have also got John Nicola and Jeremiah is on the show today with us as well. But she didn't give me a mic. So he's gonna be. We're gonna be hearing the ambiance of Jeremiah.
2: His <laughs> I'm, vibe. I'm, gonna, is I'm, good. God, good. I'm
3: speaking to the computer too. So, so yeah. honored.
0: it's all about the vibe, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, gonna vibe out. Um, yeah. So cheers, everybody. We have Pellegrino. I know John's gonna have a cocktail coming champagne. to him pretty soon. Oh, champagne. champagne. Mm-hmm ow now brown cow okay let's get started so i thought we could start um just let's talk about what's everybody doing for thanksgiving do not you tell us first John? what are you guys going to do um tomorrow
3: we are um we we well this was kind of fun we went to the local uh farm here uh and he supplied us with a turkey so that this is the first time i haven't I bought one like from a farm, like directly from a farm. There's a real um, farm to table thing here in this area, upstate New York, big time, Uh, just everything. So just about everything we're getting is from local, um, you know, uh, vegetable or even the bread. There's there's this bread this guy makes, it's called crocodile bread. People come from all over just for this bread. It's like a marshmallow bread. (laughs) It's just so good. Um, but we're going to, it's just me, my wife, Deborah, and Jake, who you guys know. I'll stop dinging. Um, and, um, uh, we know, we're going to, we're going to, we're trying to come up with some different recipes this year, but um, so, and we're going to do that, cook some, uh, stop that, cook some um, um, pies and you know just, just you know just the three of us up in the middle and our two dogs of course uh, Eugene and Fanny so we're, it's just going to be chill and relaxed but uh, we all love to cook uh, Jake is a really good cook my wife Deborah is a really good cook and I'm okay so we all get in the kitchen and just put some music on and have at it That's cocktails are in the mix Jake loves to uh, is a mixologist so to speak so uh we get all that going
0: nice what about you, Jeremiah? What are you doing tomorrow or today? Can
1: oh. You, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no.
0: Oh, the blue one.
1: The That's blue that. one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to I'm not doing anything. I'm going <laughs> to lay on the couch. Yeah. I'm going to pretend to help my mom cook. Yeah. I'm going to pretend, which yeah. means I'll walk through and pick at things. <laughs> see if she needs help. She'll say no, and then I'll go back to the couch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Um, I do have to say, she makes the very best apple pie. Nice. Those of you that know, out there know, uh, the, the classic, right, Richard? Dr. D? Mm-hmm. Where's yours? Did you eat it already?
3: No,
4: I
1: haven't had it yet. <laughs> Maybe I ate it on the way in. Um, and then uh, crescent rolls. I mean, I, I look forward to all the Thanksgiving food. It's my. It's actually my favorite holiday.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the food or the just, vibe. or
1: Yeah, just the time of year. I love the fall. I love... Mm-hmm. You know when family gets together and they actually like each other, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's always a toss up you never know i I don't know if they'll will like each other tomorrow, but I'm sure we'll we'll try as long um, as there's no politics uh exactly no, that's pretty yeah. in our family, there's not much politics talk, so no it's it's just a favorite time of year. I don't know what it is. it just feels right, you know, yeah, one of my best Thanksgiving ever was i went to I was in New York and went to um cavern on the green mm-hmm. and the whole town i think what john mentioned at the beginning was everybody felt it felt festive and it felt like just people are dressed up and families loving each other and people, friends and family out having food and drinking and so i like it
0: yeah it's a, a time to celebrate right what are we well, doing I'm
2: gonna... tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going to try to get over to your house and yeah. have some turkey. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, my wife is uh, going to cook a turkey breast. we got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> because if you just stick it in the oven, I told her, it'll get really dry. You know, like you, I think you, it has some skin there on see. there. So what do you do with that to get it brown and then have the rest of it? like you were carving it off a big bird, but this isn't, it's just this, how do you do that? You With know, yeah, figured
1: that when it's just a breast, like yeah, it, yeah.
2: You know, I guess we. I'm going to look on the internet tonight. <laughs> YouTube. I was looking at how do you cook a turkey, and they tell you, you know, that's <laughs> one good not... thing about modern technology. You All know, the you answers the are answer on YouTube. Everything. All you got to do is get you know what is it is. important
3: I think John stuff actually knows. Butter. I was going to say stuff some butter under the skin. You, you, oh, that's a good it. idea.
2: Yeah, that's under not, the That skin. sounds about right. <laughs> under the or, skin.
3: On top? Under the skin, yeah. So it cooks right in there. It's sealed in and cooks Okay.
0: In. And then
3: cover it maybe with some foil. You can't go wrong with butter on anything.
0: Yeah. But
2: how do you get the top brown, though, like you do when you have it in the oven? You can't cover the turkey. In. The skin doesn't get brown if you cover oh, yeah. the turkey with foil or something, does it? Oh, but I mean, no, the skin. You could,
3: you, could, you could get it all nice and brown and then at some point put the cover on to keep yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So you do brown. the cover. Brown it first yes okay. i would say i would say There's
3: no expert that no. sounds right i'm going to ask the internet because you don't sound like you know exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is. you know deborah can tell you if she was here
2: okay uh, she,
0: I, know, I think between Deborah and my mom, you know, they would, you I'll know, be able to work, you know, talk right. us through this. Right. I'm with you, yeah. Jeremiah. I'm usually like, Mom, I'm going to help you cook. And I'm like, All right, I'm going to work, or yeah. I'll be on the couch <laughs> going for you a sh- walk. You
1: sure you don't need any help? You sure? <laughs> you sure
0: you're good? Okay, bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You wait, like, you, you ask one more time, but she's, yeah. she's going to say no the second <laughs> time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cocktails have showed up. Oh, you
0: got a uh, cocktail. What, ha- so, what is that?
3: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Hi, Jake.
3: Hi, oh, Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake. There he Jake, what, what is. This is my son, Jake. What is that? I know you have, but it doesn't always. That's true.
1: (laughs) I feel like Jake was just in studio. Yeah. Now you're there. You you were here, now you're there.
5: Yeah, I know. Back and forth. (laughs) He's everywhere (laughs) at once. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. (laughs) Yeah, so what's in
0: those cocktails?
5: Um, This one, we didn't have enough rum for mine, but uh, I made. Dad, I made you a, um, it's like a rum daiquiri, but with some ginger syrup. Nice. Mm. So there's some limes, a little ginger syrup, and some bitters in rum.
1: Arwen, why don't we have a mixologist here?
0: I mean, I could. <laughs> we should just be calling. Yeah, cool.
1: Not a bad idea for this show.
5: I'd love to be in-house uh, mixologist there. If they you fly, guys want? Yeah, fly them out. You have any opening.
0: We've been talking about we'll you know well. setting a, setting a stage for my show and setting a vibe. And I mean, cocktails are kind of a must, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. or you know, mocktails. Mm. Um, you know what I, would, I really wanted to talk mock-tells. about, too?
1: How many times do you drink mocktails? I
0: don't. I either drink Pellegrino or Ireland.
1: vodka. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, actually, I'm a gin person. I love gin. I love a gin martini. A dry gin martini with a twist. That's what the queen would drink, that's mm-hmm. what my Nana Connie would say. Who We always used to, like, she passed a couple of years ago, but we'd always spend Thanksgiving um, with Nana Connie and she would tell us all her stories about her fabulous life as a socialite in San Jose. Um, but well, she, I could do a whole show on her.
1: Would she put an onion in it, was it a Gibson, or was it, how did she, olives? Or?
0: Nana Connie, she liked the dry martini with a twist. With a twist. And then when we would go out for martinis around Thanksgiving, I would like to usually get a dirty gin martini with an olive. But sometimes, you know, I just feel like a dry martini with a lemon twist because it's a little more fresh. But either way, you know, either of them make me very happy. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now, as it makes me happy, you should in honor of her tomorrow, I think it's uh, that's that's on the menu, right? Yes. You can do that part.
0: Oh, I guess I'll make the martinis. <laughs> I just saw a
1: really good-looking dog there.
0: Yeah, who who is that? The
1: third
3: co-host over That's New- Fanny.
1: out of New York. Fanny.
3: When whenever Jake's here, because you know he's usually in the city, comes up, she just doesn't stop. Like you know, pawn. You know, oh, my God, he's here. I love you. I love you. One <laughs> That's of
2: those. So cute. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm here. Yeah. Well, Fanny's
3: the star of the
0: Hungry Eyes video, isn't she?
2: Yes, she is. Yeah.
0: So I thought, you know, we could, I mean, I want to just sit here and have a small talk too, because this is fun talking about Thanksgiving. But I thought we could talk a little bit, John, about, you know, and dad, about, you know, your guys work together. And um, we're playing tracks from John's um, releases, Peter's releases today, um, a couple of my songs, um, and a a Fovia song, um, all on OMAD Records, which is John DiNicola's uh, record label based out of New York City. And my dad and I are both artists on that label as well as jake um and so uh, we talked about you know getting into the holiday spirit a little bit uh, with the music today and john your song all in the hands of grace uh, we're going to play that uh, when we go out to the first break Um, i thought you could just tell us a little bit about the song and the message behind it
3: yeah well that one came uh, it was actually written for a movie called saint patrick's day that um was about family gathering together um you know and uh as we said earlier jeremiah things just getting uh, sometimes crazy and and that's what the movie was based on but but um that's what that song came from i actually wrote it with frankie previtt who uh i wrote the dirty dancing the time of my life and hung your eyes with and um you know the music just came to me and, and frankie um uh, given what they said in the script you know came up with that lyric but we've used it uh in a in a number of situations because it's um you know it's kind of about um it's kind of uh, that it's all in the hands of grace it's all yeah. kind of fate and and things um happen as as they happen and and to embrace that basically is what the lyric basically says it's it's taken a little bit from the and uh kind of a, a mature point of view looking back on on life and um and that's where the lyric takes you and it's um we initially did it with uh a woman's voice Be- before I did it um I did my my first record uh that I did of of my songs was uh from songs that I had written with people for other people or, or or with the artist or whatever they weren't written for me necessarily to sing but i i, I would look through my catalog and trying to find a song that i think i could do and that was initially done with um uh, bagpipes and a, a woman's voice and a violin and then i just heard it as kind of like a 60s um i don't know like just uh acoustic with uh some strings and a french horn and uh kind of rearranged it musically to, to to you know bongos to make it just sound to me what i, I perceived like a late 60s uh, vibe
0: yeah and it has that really ethereal aspect to it too <clears throat> I, th- I think your voice really brings a lot of that quality in the way the um, the instruments ac- accompany your voice and of course the message too which i think is a really nice way to You know bring that across you know sonically and lyrically um and you guys kind of tend to kind of create the same way i feel like you and my dad right you both dad um you and john when you write together you seem to go through the same process you come up with an idea and then you craft it and rearrange it and arrange the music until you come up with something that you feel like is like a finished piece of work right Yeah. Say yes. No.
3: <laughs> John, what do you think about that? I could add to that. Um, you know, basically, uh, the way the, Peter and I, I, know we did the first record together was all Peter's songs for the Road to Zion, but uh, I, I think we had a couple left over from that record, and we started from there. And then I just started coming up with musical ideas that I would flesh out pretty good, pretty well, and um, To hopefully inspire Peter, and Peter would take it. um, And he would do these edits, uh, like he would edit the two track, uh, you know, like all the music mixed together to a two track stereo thing that I would send him. And as I stated, was, you know, fairly finished sonically, not completely, but partly. And he would edit places I would never edit. Yeah, you know, he would just put it in, in Peter land, which is gorgeous and beautiful. And then he would, uh, you know, sometimes I'd give him a melody and he would embellish it or he would change it completely. And then he'd write a lyric. And that's the way we did the five songs that we uh, wrote together on there uh, for the most part. Except for one song, he kind of just <laughs> took a, like this much of what I gave him and redid it the whole song, but.
0: Oh yeah, um, what one was that?
2: Um, if I just had you yes. oh yes, yeah.
0: that's yeah, a cool he, track.
2: Yeah, well, that's mostly your dad on that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: well, we're gonna today we're gonna play uh, when you come back to me too um, when we bring people in from the first break. I feel like that was that's a really beautiful song when I first heard it and I was like, I don't know, I just felt like I could listen to it on repeat and I didn't get tired of it um so everybody's gonna get to hear that today too. um what David, about,
3: what was that David? Well, David Frick, when he heard it, said um, it sounded, he, he pointed to that song when, it, you know, he heard the, song, the albums uh, before it came out and you know, he was listening. And he, he said that, that for him, that song uh, sounded like one of those Peter Lewis, um, you know, I, I think it was more about the, the um, storyline. One of those, I don't know what you call it, maybe Peter could put a word up about it, but, uh, you know, a a woman, um, a a man and woman relationship that's needing some help.
0: (laughs) Kind of like, I mean, it's kind of (laughs) like, can you speak on that, Dad? Yeah. (laughs) Or like, you know, like, I feel like it's kind of like I am not willing. I feel like it has the same kind of vibe.
3: Right. That's
0: what David said. Yeah. Reminded me of Yeah, I right. I
2: mean. Well, I mean I, I don't know, I got sort of cast in that role in Moby Grape. <laughs> you know, Skip once said to me, he said I kinda didn't like this, but he said, Yeah, well I'm the I'm the rocker and you're and you're the crooner. <laughs> you know, and I said, I could just, just I can hang in there with you guys when you're you know, you're rocking and rolling.'" and uh, I didn't know what he meant but I, I guess you know after you get a certain point you kind of say okay yeah that's right I sort of was that guy in the band I gave it some uh, relief you know from all that hard hitting that sound we used to make and uh, yeah if you if you come back to me it was you know that I I immediately when I heard it when I heard the track you know that's sort of what, what came to mind is that you know, trying to play that role, that's Peter Lewis and Moby Grape role in that, on that song, and then the lyrics just sort of came from that. You know, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, the way I write lyrics is basically, you know, getting the thing kind of there, you know, the arrangement, and then just putting it on and just trying stuff until it all sounds like it f- fits or something, or it sounds cool. You know, my thing with the, the vocals is that, you know, you can try something and the words might sound weird when you're trying to sing it, but you can change the words or change the vocal and maybe make it work, and, and kinda that's how I did that song in the end. So, you know, you don't have, I didn't have a complete idea about what, what this was gonna be about a man and a woman doing.
3: Well, i think I think a lot of people uh you know, Peter was saying that he'll put the music on and see what comes to him uh lyrically and then um and I think a lot of people do that uh, and but but Peter does it in a way that doesn't sound like that. Mm-hmm. Peter's one of the best lyricists I've ever worked with he's it it, it sounds like he wrote some beautiful poetry, right. Then we put music to it, but it, it is the other way around. He he is hearing music, yeah. and then it, it comes out. But I, I know a lot of people who do that same thing, and the words and you can get away with it in, in rock music. The words, kind of you know sometimes it's just the sound of the word, and the syllable, and the ooh and the ah that that they're happy they're content with. Mm-hmm. Me when Peter writes a lyric. It doesn't. It just doesn't sound like it was off the top of his head. That it. That it was. You know what f- seemed to fit. Some 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 writers are okay with. Well, that fits. So I'll go with it. And and you know, like I said, rock and roll has a thing that it's it's a very uh, forgiving thing. You know, lyrically. Yeah. Peter just like I said, it's so- not. It sounds like he wrote this poem and then we put it to music.
0: Right. And yeah, I feel like your lyrics always
3: come off that way too. Yeah,
2: thank you, thank you.
3: Apocalypse, how about Apocalypse? The lyrics in Apocalypse.
2: Well that that was, uh,
3: I know this story. It's great.
0: Well, let's. We yeah. ought to have run out to break really quick. Let's come back and talk about apocalypse when we come back for the, the in honor of Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> you know what oh I got
1: to say? Go ahead, Jeremy. That's, yeah, geez. I love. I, I was just listening to it before I came into the studio. Received.
0: Uh huh. By Fobia. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Oh. Yeah. I, I the the poetry in that and the writing, the dreams. It was a dream, right? Not to get into a whole other conversation. Well, it's a
2: uh, you know. It's beautiful. Beautiful
3: talking about
1: a different song Fo- well yeah,
0: we're talking about Received Jeremiah that song Received by Fovia when you read um, Your Dream oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah
4: right right, um, right, um, right, right.
1: Um, yeah, um, yeah yeah it comes on I just get, like in, right, I get like a dream yeah, yeah. alright All right. sorry do you want yeah. to take us to break yeah, no. it's time for turkey yeah <laughs> <laughs> time right, for seconds right, yeah. seconds
4: right <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> alright everybody this is Arwen Lewis uh, my very special guest today are John D. Nicola from OMAD Records and also recorded artist and songwriter, as well as his son, Jake Nicola, a uh, recording artist on OMAD Records as well, as well as a filmmaker, Jeremiah Higgins, the executive producer of the Arwen Lewis Show with me, and also uh, the executive producer of his own show, The Jeremiah Show. And I'm selling
1: Arwen Lewis posters, $9.99, mm-hmm. $9. <laughs> right behind me, yeah. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube. This is a poster for your room.
0: Oh, yeah, that's great. Arwin Lewis show. That's a great idea. <laughs> and then I'm also going to hand draw one, you know, okay. but I just yeah, haven't done you're that an yet.
1: Artist. Mm-hmm. you keep promising.
0: I'm going to do it. And then also my dad, Peter Lewis from Moby Grape, uh, we'll be right back and we're taking you out to break with uh, John Nicola's recording of his song, All in the Hands of Grace, and bringing you back in with a co-write between John and my dad Peter Lewis called when you come back to me and we'll be right back
3: No stopping time It was ages ago Seems like yesterday in my mind And my heart keeps looking back As a tear slips through the crowd
0: OMAD Records featured artist on the Arwen Lewis Show is John DiNicola. Find out more at OMADRecords.com of writing and producing different artists academy award-winning songwriter of time of my life and hungry eyes john di nicola made his first album as an artist in 2019 fast forward very fast to now for the release of its follow-up she said and while di nicola's debut the why because had him interpreting tunes he'd originally penned for others she said was conceived and created for one voice one touch and one heart his own
2: Again, happiness and sorrow. It's you I'm thinking of. Maybe what we got in common is just a battle for you that will only become when you come back to me.
0: Hello everybody, this is Arwen Lewis and you're listening to the Thanksgiving episode of The Arwen Lewis Show. Uh, Today, my special guests are Jeremiah Higgins, my dad Peter Lewis, and then also John Nicola and his son Jake Nicola. They're out in New York and we're here in the studio in Santa Barbara. Um, We were talking about uh, songwriting uh, before we went out to the break. And uh, John De Nicole and my dad um, are both very accomplished songwriters, uh, solo-ly, Is that a word? I just mm-hmm. made that up. Yes, yeah, our own word. <laughs> um, and then they also, you know, have come up with a lot of really beautiful compositions together. Um, John has been a producer for me and my dad, um, uh, and also for Jake as well, his son, and produced himself. And um, we're basically having a showcase of a lot of our work that we've put out on OMAD Records today on the show, so don't go anywhere. Keep listening. And John, uh, or John Jeremiah, I think you were you were asking John about playing music together. You want to ask him that question again? Okay. Well, I was
1: just wondering, I was trying to picture what your Thanksgiving is like in your family, because you guys, so it's the same as your family. So the music is uh, a big part of your, your. I mean, it's everything in your life. So I was wondering what it's like. Is it like, I could just imagine, since I don't have that in my family, pulling out guitars, pulling out I don't banging on the banging on the counter or drums and banjo. I don't know. I just I was wondering if do you guys celebrate music as well as celebrating Thanksgiving?
3: A well, uh, you know, there's a lot of um, uh, record playing, nice. LP mm-hmm. dropping, music. needle dropping tons of that uh, for you know that that goes on all day all all evening during the meal we put something get the dinner music going but uh um i was also uh, unbeknownst to jake because he he's in new york city and we're upstate and when i get him up here i i have two musical ideas that i um i'm fleshing out and uh, he's about to get hit up to kind of hit drums on it drum. yeah.
5: every every holiday season i get roped into doing a couple sessions here. and it's
3: not that easy getting them out there i can tell you that. Yeah. it's like pulling teeth
5: uh, yeah well i, I start hearing the the like drum tracking going out there you know just yeah. testing testing different bikes and drums. So need, like a 30 minute grace period at that point
3: but. if i'm lucky i'll get it to sound together in 30 minutes you get paid a pumpkin pie right <laughs> He doesn't have to. Yeah, before the pumpkin pie, he doesn't have to sit there while I hit. I I go up there, re- hit record, hit the drums, go back into the control room, listen. To, does that sound like right? tweak a little bit? And so he doesn't have to sit there any extra minutes. Well, it's pretty cold
2: oh, though. Also, uh, it's no, like forty degrees now. No,
3: I have the drums in the in the other
2: heated room. So <laughs> that's that's great. Up. That sounds like me and her. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, there's something about that. There, What's right? the yeah.
1: best album to put on during dinner at Thanksgiving in your house?
3: What do you got, Jake?
1: Um,
5: Christmas is an easier one for that. But I Thanksgiving, I feel like Neil Young is always like a good call yeah, for, yeah. you know, harvest or something like that. Just always is like a fall feeling for sure. Yeah, oh, no, I up agree. Up?
3: Sometimes we put on Bill Evans or uh, yeah. Coltrane. Yeah, that's always that's
5: always good. Yeah. yeah, Bill Evans or Coltrane or like any live at the Vanguard
1: stuff is like perfect for dinner parties. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a good call. I like all three of those. So I'm gonna yeah. use them. Done. Yeah, <laughs> I got my soundtrack for dinner tomorrow.
3: Father John Misty, kind of. Cause oh, yeah. He's kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so, yeah,
3: He's hip. You know, so, Jill, I put on Soft Machine a lot, if anybody remembers Soft Machine. Peter, yeah. I think you guys played with Soft Machine, didn't you? At Fillmore?
2: John McPhee?
3: Soft, no.
0: machine. Soft machine. Soft Machine.
2: Soft Machine. Soft Machine. Yeah, it, 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 it seems uh, the name is familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I think you guys played together. They were an instrumental uh Kind of an instrumental, jazzy instrumental, but rock kind of thing from the 60s and 70s. I feel like yeah. that's,
2: that's more of like a... a you mean did, did a bill with them?
3: I believe you did.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah I think we did. I, I remember them.
3: Yeah, they were English, English guys.
2: Okay, yeah, well, we went over there and played in England, so we, and we had a bunch of people we played with. Over there. And so I guess maybe they were one of them or they came over here and we did did a gig or two.
4: I think know, they were they see, in
2: San yeah. Francisco? They came to San they must have come up to San Francisco and played. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they think did. I remember their name on one of those posters.
3: All right, that's yeah.
2: Yeah, you could probably find that out on the internet, you know, just go there and say Moby yeah. Grape Soft Machine Gig, San Francisco. Between yeah. 66, 67, I go boing right there. You yeah, know.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm fairly certain it's at the Fillmore West.
2: The or Fillmore maybe West, the, yeah, was oh, that right? Did I don't you know. Did you just find sure. it? No, but I will. I'll okay, look it okay, up. Okay, okay.
1: Talking, Now we're all yeah. curious. Well, all now, right.
0: speaking of like favorite records, what do you like to listen to during Thanksgiving? You know, what kind of music?
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, I like it. You know, the older I got, of course, you know, when I was younger, I just listened to rock music and that was it. But I like I like listening to stuff that was the 50s music. And, uh, you know, the way those, um, it makes me, it remember, I remember my, my happiest Thanksgivings, you know, were when I was, uh, you know, up until I left, L.A., you know, because my mom and, we, and her sisters would always have one of or the other of them would always have a big Thanksgiving party and they'd, you know, they'd have the stereo on and they'd be playing uh, Christmas music or, or Thanksgiving, Christmas music, really. I mean, I don't know if there's a Thanksgiving music mm-hmm. genre thing is there a I'm not aware of that
1: no that's why I was asking because I, I always have I struggle like what do you play for a Thanksgiving dinner yeah, Christmas dinner. Yeah, I
2: don't know if there's any kind of like a you know, happy Thanksgiving the, Charlie you know, Brown whatever, right? you know, Charlie I never Brown. heard of it. I'm
1: always listening to Vince Guaraldi. <laughs> yeah. I feel like
2: I was thinking about that the way down here. Yeah. you know what do you play for Thanksgiving you know I guess your uh, favorite music and the favorite music then was of course the music It was popular then. That was uh, the old stuff, the 50s, you know, the late 50s, early 60s stuff.
1: You know how Christmas music makes, it seems like it's making a huge comeback this year with new artists, right? Yeah. And every year they put out, new artists put out, why don't you guys put out a Thanksgiving album?
0: I mean, (laughs) maybe done it. (laughs) we need to write some
1: songs.
0: (laughs) There's a new one,
1: a new trend, Thanksgiving album. Maybe the only one.
0: It might turn into a comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we uh, usually start playing. Yeah, we usually start playing the Christmas songs. Like we, cause we'll like we'll usually at least have one show where we do a little cr- cr- Christmas gig together. Um, this year, it's at Lost Score Guitar on the twentieth of December. And uh, we usually start, get, you know, getting our guitars out and rehearsing our Christmas carols on Thanksgiving. I think that's kind of when it yeah. transitions from, you know, not listening to Christmas music mm-hmm. to listening to Christmas music.
1: Well, <laughs> I think it has to be something that's kind of mellow, like a James Taylor or a Neil Young Harvest is a great album. I love that that idea. Yeah. Or the, you know, yeah. Bill Evans. Harvest trio. makes
3: sense. That makes sense. Something you know, mellow. Thanksgiving yeah. Harvest, because it's... Uh,
1: yeah. I like it. Play it tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because the, the Christmas music is already rolling. You know, it's only a month away. So. I think that's why there isn't any real Thanksgiving music. You know, March of the Wooden Soldiers.
2: I'm trying to even think one. of one song about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Vince Guaraldi
0: you know? <laughs> has one. The Charlie Brown has a Thanksgiving theme song.
2: Yeah, I was searching yesterday for our oh, show yeah. for other Thanksgiving. Okay, shows. That that's way the way only down.
1: thing I found was the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and the you know the. Oh, yeah, yeah, know. So you,
2: you're talking about Vince Guaraldi. Yeah. 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 I um, heard that. that he was, said it, but it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't necessarily. This course is not a. There's no words to it. It's just him mm-hmm. doing some yeah, Thanksgiving came. You know, I mean, that's. I'm sure that's the way he he did his records. this guy. you know, I'm he's just you,
3: There's a market position. out there, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving. The Lewis. Yeah. Lewis Thanksgiving. Uh, Adam Sandler, The Thanksgiving song. Oh yeah
5: Oh.
0: He's got great music <laughs>
5: <I don't know. laughs>
1: do you consider the that a song musician. though?
5: Good the Potato is not a Thanksgiving uh, it's <laughs> what They
0: have it listed here
3: What was it? Um, do the mashed <laughs> Potato, James Brown Oh yeah, that's a good one yeah. so. Cooking Up Something Good, Mac DeMarco okay. I want to thank you, Otis Redding I don't know how those are things. So, Autumn and next show. year, OMAD Records,
1: Thanksgiving album, yeah, right? That,
0: that OMAD Thanksgiving. <laughs> All Harvest your favorite artist, Harvest Moon. Harvest, Harvest moon. moon, yeah. There
1: you go. Jake's got it. Nice. Nailed it. Great.
0: Well, we're going to run out to break really quickly here. Um, we're just talking about Thanksgiving songs, Thanksgiving food. We're having a Thanksgiving conversation and you know, just sitting around, basically, if we were all at the coffee table, having a cocktail or a cup of hot chocolate.
1: Some gin, right? And gin. Mar- Arwen's <laughs> martini, gin martini. The
0: more gin, the better. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I don't drink that much gin. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about that anymore (laughs) so we're going to take you out to break with (laughs) my dad's song Imagination and bring you all back in with my song that I released on my most recent EP called Winter in the Spirit of the Season so everybody please enjoy those are both on releases on OMAD Records uh, as are all of the songs that you're hearing today on the show and everybody will be right back this is Arwen Lewis and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show Everybody, this is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to our the Arvin Lewis Show. Uh, today is the Thanksgiving on, special. Go, go. <laughs> that is a um, that is Jeremiah speaking. Oh, the as turkey's
1: it, in the studio.
0: No, oh, that's the turkey. Couple, couple, couple. That's the studio turkey. But we I didn't have want the, anybody. I am the
1: studio turkey. <laughs> I know, yeah, 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 You've been wanting to call me that forever.
0: <laughs> I've never even crossed my mind. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, today. Jeremiah is on the show. My dad, Peter Lewis, John D. Nicola, and his son, Jake D. Nicola, out in New York. And of course, Richard, Dr. D. Dugan, is back there on the soundboard. And anyway, we're going to have another live performance by my dad, and he's going to play an acoustic instrumental version of Jingle Bell Rock. So please enjoy, and we'll be right back after the performance. You just heard my dad record an acoustic instrumental version of Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, dad, what kind of guitar is that that you brought today?
2: It's a Guild D25.
0: Let's talk about it.
2: Well, it was the, the same. It's an anniversary model. Those are the, I, uh, you know, it, we used to use those or skip, turn me on to that particular guitar because it's a dreadnought. That's why they call it D, twenty-five Guild D twenty-five, and it uh, it has a brighter sound than than let's say a Martin. Just a little bit brighter sound than that. And he he had one. He got one when we got in our, our advance uh, for the first record. He bought one of those, and uh, and I got one too. And um, you know it it came in handy for me because I used to. At some point I would play it on stage. I put a DeArmond pickup on it and would play it on stage and with Moby Grape. And it, it just had the certain kind of a, you know, it's it fit in with the rest of them, you know, because they all, they both, other Skip and Jerry Miller played electric guitars and I was the guy that played this acoustic guitar in there, and it sort of was a little bit of relief from the, you know, an incessant, the electric guitar, if you, you, unless you're careful, it just sounds like a den after you get three or four people up there playing them. So I just thought I could play an acoustic guitar in the middle of all that, and it would kind of open the sound, and it did a little. And uh, so the D25 for me is kind of a, you know, like it was my favorite guitar for a long time. And uh, you know, and then they—I uh, don't know what I did with. I guess I traded mine for something else at some point, and uh, was sorry I did that. And then I was uh, about—I don't know—twenty years ago. I was down here in Santa Barbara in at Jensen's Music, and they had—and they had one hanging up on the rack, and it was an anniversary model. It was new when I got it, and uh, you know, it was just, I was just—I bought it right away and I still have it. And that's what you just heard on that uh, Jingle Bell Rock, you know?
0: And you do a different tuning for that as well, right? You use a different tuning on that guitar?
2: I, I just dropped the, the E string down to D. Oh,
3: okay, that's all
2: I You know, But that's the only difference.
0: Okay,
3: are you isn't some, not oh. Isn't that what you played uh, the intro uh, for? Um, oh, maybe not. Was that what you played on Omaha? Yeah,
2: that's right. And I, I played a, an all of 805 on that. Oh. So, that uh, yeah, guitar. it's just, it's a great, I, I just, uh, you know, like, I just, it has a little bit brighter sound, and yet it, it's not plunky. And so I, I just really like that one, that particular acoustic guitar. And, uh, you know, so. Um, and you could also, with the German pickup on there, get it to feed back where the the string, you know, like a, we used to play this song called Dark Magic, and I'd use it. And it's a kind of a psychedelic, slow song, uh, you know, with a lot of uh, raga playing. Jerry would play these. Rogalix, you know, and I would play, and I would kind of drone with this A-string bouncing off the frets, because that DM pickup was like that magnet would push it up and down real fast, and I could you know, turn my vibrato on and, and then fool around with the speed and sound it very very spaced out and use that and that, that song, which an electric guitar wouldn't have done that. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's and then I could, of course, just not not have having feedback playing at the other stuff and and it was just for me it just had a certain uh, uh, you know it made it fuller when I'm playing rhythm parts for whatever those songs were that we used to do and uh, and that was why I liked it you know I still love it and I, I don't I played it last time we were in New York when we played at the where was that the wetlands I used it a lot you know not all the time I used an electric guitar some of the time but but, uh, you know, it just has that, that feel when you're playing it kind of bringing it all home, you know, instead of trying to, you know, make it, uh, you know, like go through a bunch of, you know, when, when you're playing up there, sometimes, you know, you get on some kind of trip. You just want to see how far you can push everything. And I just thought the, the acoustic thing kind of brings it all back home. It keeps it grounded a little, you know. Yeah, that so, makes
5: sense, that's smart.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can see that, you know, with like the wood of the guitar and everything and just more grounding rather than, you know, electric beams going off into the ether.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I think you could get too spaced out yeah. sometimes, you know, when you're up there, you know, maybe your ego taking over, you know, and this kind of, you know, because the acoustic guitar is, 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 you know, it's like you got to sort of play it and you know it doesn't play itself like some, some, some of these electric guitars I hear people using you know they have a real low action very light strings and so you can play real fast on them and everything but it becomes like a you know see how many notes you can cram into a measure and too much of that in the same band of course you know it's like okay you know. <laughs> and uh, I
3: have a hard time playing an acoustic guitar I, I can play electric I really struggle playing it. I need a acoustic with low action. I just put on nines, I think because I have a hard time playing acoustic guitar always well,
2: well yeah, you do have to work at it a little and and uh and i never i didn't play acoustic guitar until i like I say till I got that d twenty five and Moby grape. you know I always played electric guitars before that, didn't have an acoustic guitar. So, and it but you know we used to play so much we'd get out to practice eight hours a day in that band and and so you know your fingers get stronger you know you're, you you don't you, you could do you can do it and so right. it kind of was a step forward for me because everybody was you know I remember the first time I met Steven Stills and Neil Young they came up to see us uh, in San Francisco we had this place we played in in Sausalito and it was an old ferry boat they'd beached turned into a rock and roll club and they they had met Skip when he was in the Jefferson airplane down in LA and heard he had a a band a new band and came up to San Francisco to hear it and we were they were playing rehearsing one afternoon at the ark and those two guys you know they saw him walking up the gangplank and uh, but the written that we were gonna rehearse the band hadn't gotten there yet and I was the first guy there so anyway uh, you know they went inside and asked the guy that ran the club you know if they, and I saw them walk in and they were really cool looking you know like there there wasn't a whole lot of people with long hair back then you know mm-hmm. and these two guys came up the gangplank I watched them walking up the gangplank Steven, I think he had on some kind of a fringe coat and Neil Young had a pea coat they both had long hair they looked like they were in a rock band you know we're
0: gonna leave everybody with that image because we have to run out to break but that seems like a very very cool image of Stephen Stills and Neil Young walking up well to the I
2: market. just would say they turned me on to electric, acoustic guitar because yeah. all afternoon we, you know, Stephen had an acoustic guitar and he was playing me their Buffalo Springfield tunes yeah and then he'd hand it to me and I'd play him something you know and like Neil Young would be, sing a song of his and it was uh, magical really yeah, you yeah. Know. very cool
0: um that's we're gonna have to have episode three with you on here, the third episode with you and tell us you know a story all about that. I
1: wanna come over for Thanksgiving and just yeah. hear Peter's stories. You know what, everybody, sit on your couch they, they and tell me stories, please.
3: Uh, <laughs> he is a, I love hearing this stuff.
1: I know I
0: wanna I mean I'd let the mic keep rolling, but <laughs> Richard's gotta go home. <laughs> um we're gonna and yeah. But anyway, so that's an awesome story we're going to run out to break really quickly um, with my recording of the Moby Grape song It's a Beautiful Day Today produced by John D. Nicola featuring my dad Um, you sang um, on this some beautiful background vocals I forgot about that on this track Um, and then with Jake's song uh, Jake we're going to play a cost of the basic version from Fovea Uh, so everybody please enjoy we'll be right back records featured artist on the arwin lewis show is peter lewis Find out more at omadrecords.com.
2: I say we are all trying to find some connection between what goes on in our own minds and what happens in the world around us. You know, there will always be good and bad in both places. And my belief is that as long as love and not fear is that connection, there will always be hope for that better day of coming. And that's what I'd like people to get off imagination.
4: <laughs>
1: Love.
0: this is Arwen Lewis. You're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. This is a very special Thanksgiving edition. Gobble, gobble, gobble. We have Jeremiah <laughs> in the studio.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a little turkey.
0: On, the, Yeah, like, um... Gobble, gobble, gobble. You could... used
1: to do a good gobble.
0: <laughs> have you seen Marcel the Shell? Has anybody seen Marcel the Shell?
1: Mm-hmm. I, want and I have not seen it
5: yet
0: well before they made the movie there were all these great little YouTube um, shorts and it's like the, I'm not going to ruin the surprise for anybody but anyway what I just thought of when um, Jeremiah was gobbling <laughs> was that yeah. um, you Goblings could make turkey. like a little instead of Marcel the shell like Jeremiah the turkey and then have like that little you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> it fits That's right cool.
0: oh, I'm just kidding but no, I wouldn't have anything Fitcher to do with me you turkey
1: all the time so it yeah. kind of fits I'm used to
0: it. No, it wouldn't be it. I didn't mean it in like describing your personality, but it would be like a cute little turkey, and its name would be Jeremiah, just because you were making it.
5: I'd watch shirt. that. <laughs> a live animator on on here to just have like dip, whatever holiday it is. It's just Jeremiah like a different a like <laughs> animal.
0: The Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll be a Christmas tree. I don't know what sound they make, but
0: it'll just be like a ruffling of leaves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of, um, we have too many things to talk about, but. John really quickly Well I want to f- Finish up I guess By talk Because we talked About you know Like why we love Christmas music Because it's the Tradition of folk And it brings us Together and the Melodies are beautiful Blah 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 uh, And then John your, The featured song Today on the track Is your song At Christmas time And I want to Talk about that But before I want to talk About the cool OMAD Records Merchandise And the Float on Hope sneakers Especially So can you tell Us a little bit About all the new Merch for OMAD Records We got three minutes Well
3: yes so, so uh... much
0: And let's talk about Oh, um, I want time to talk about at Christ- uh, Christmas time too.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, the merch. I, I, you know, I, I just someone that that works with the label, uh, Elena Thetford, uh, hooked me up with this really great outfit. Uh, fourth 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 Wall, I think. And um, y- you can design, uh, you know, t-shirts, caps, uh, beanies, uh, almost anything, but. All of a sudden, I noticed the high tops, and um, uh, like a like a Converse sneaker, and you can design the uh, you know what, what's what it's inscribed with. And we have uh, on my record, uh, "Float on Hope" is um, a song. It, it's um, it's it's got the mouse from Manaus. This is all animated, and the mouse from Manaus kind of represents. Everybody on planet Earth. Um, he's uh, he's in the Amazon, and it's it's a it's a, um, it's a story of, of of the mouse maybe has to leave Earth to go find somewhere else because we completely screwed up the planet, and he doesn't want to leave his mom. And it's a beautiful it's a beautiful and heartwarming and and wonderfully animated by Jenna Shot, yeah. who I i found by chance and she's a young woman 21 living in new york she's from houston and she just kind of uh, made the vision that we had in our head for the storyline but that brings us to the sneaker it just it just i, I just um put it on on the sneaker I, I took one of her uh she sent me like 10 different frozen clips from the animation. Mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, But you saw it, it's, cool, it's just, yeah. somehow it's beautiful, endearing, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. the mouse is just beautiful and cute and it's just, it, you know, so that's how that came about. I, I Since you saw, I, I also have a slip-on, which I know Peter likes. Oh yeah, he'll slip-on. get those.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll get, get, get one hype. of those. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I mean, I thought that was very cool. I mean, the way he, he's peeking over the, Shoe the sole of the shoe, you know, like he's a almost underground. Like wherever you're walking, here he is, kind of looking up out of, out of the earth, you know. Yeah. That's yeah, very cool. And so
3: one side is that way, another side is the other way, and then there's a separate. Um, animation uh, pic- frozen picture on, on the tongue so it's it's really uh, kind of cute it nice.
2: yeah, cool.
3: so is cool it a video it's taken from a video that we did for float on hope which, yeah uh, is right. yeah
0: and that animation yeah. it is you're right it's very there's something about the animation it's very moving it's just beautiful
3: um, right. but 2D, 2d and it's yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. She, her colors that she used are
2: just awesome. You so, know, where we, are we, can we,
3: we see this?
0: Oh, uh, we can watch it on YouTube, right? It's up on YouTube. Uh, John Dena Call's song yeah, "Float On Home." Yeah, it is. It's yeah.
2: Sure. yeah, yeah, it's on
0: YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And then, John, really quickly, I guess we've only got a minute left. So, really quick, can you tell us a little bit about your song at Christmas time that we're going to play as a featured song?
3: Yeah. Um, you know, one year, it's probably 10 years old now, but one year I just decided I, I, I got to have a Christmas song, don't I? I? Doesn't everybody have to write a Christmas song? Yeah. And it just poured out very quickly. Uh, I wrote, uh, Patty Maloney wrote the lyrics and uh, musically it, it was like not unlike hungry eyes that just blurted out in ten minutes. Sometimes songs come like that, and uh, we had a lot of fun pie- piecing de- together kind of an iPhone video for it. And um, um, I don't know what else to. Do. Well, a uh, um, uh, Cassidy Ladden, uh, who is a great singer that I've worked with before, sang it for us, and. Uh, um, that's it. I mean, it was just one of those songs that blurted it out quickly. And uh, I I, I kind of it's a, I, you know, it's a, it's another one that to me kind of pulls on the heartstrings a little bit in a, in a positive, you know, in a positive way.
0: Yeah. A feel good Christmas song.
1: Feel good
3: Christmas song.
0: Well, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us on this very fun Thanksgiving edition of the Arwen Lewis Show.
1: Thanks Arwen for letting me on your show with, with these legends. Um, I finally made it on the show.
0: <laughs> I think we yeah. I think we've all earned our right to call ourselves legends. Jake, me and you, you know, we put our work in. Jeremiah, you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, for, for, for putting up with us. Yeah. And,
1: and a big thanks to Doctor D for all the all the hard work you do on all the shows, Doctor D. Th- Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Richard. Give a round of applause. You can't see him, but he's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> all right, everybody. The wizard. Happy, yeah, the wizard. The wizard of Oz? I don't know. The I wizard
1: don't, of KZSB. Yeah,
0: KZSB <laughs> wizard. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, this happy is Arwen Lewis. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy Thanksgiving out there, all you people.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks, John and Jake. Have a great
4: holiday. Let's, Let's go eat. Okay. A joyful noise rings out loud. Both young and old move to its sound. Everyone feels. Magic in the air A celebration everywhere So making a friend Share your sweet smile And all God's children come alive Cause darling it is Christmas time Christmas comes but once a year bells ring and children cheer Decks the world divine. When we awake, a bounty of snow paints the city streets, yeah, just in time.
0: lewis show is brought to you by omad records featuring artist robert laroche and robert laroche's music is available on omadrecords.com amazon spotify apple music and streaming everywhere go visit omadrecords.com to find robert laroche This show is brought to you by omad records featuring artist robert laroche and robert laroche's music is available on omadrecords.com amazon spotify apple music and streaming everywhere go visit omadrecords.com to find robert laroche
1: the arwin lewis show was brought to you by evolve entertainment host and executive producer arwin lewis executive producer Jeremiah D. Higgins, producer and sound engineer Richard Dr. D. Dugan. You can find Arwin Lewis and all of her music at arwinlewismusic.com and follow her on Instagram at lewis